Welcome to Four Dimensions for Teachers, a podcast with Dr. Caroline Blackley, covering topics that surround today's dynamic teaching and learning environments. Ignite your curiosity, engage your passion for discourse, and encourage others to join us in these robust conversations, all to strengthen our community of practice. No need to put your hand up. Just tune in as we laugh, cry, challenge each other, and aim high to continue to be the best teachers we can. When we are in schools, one of the beautiful things we get to witness is the amazing job that our assistants, teacher aides do. So when we talk teacher aides or teacher assistants with 4D, basically any other adult, any other person who is not a qualified teacher, any other person who is in the room, they're for the purpose of supporting with students. Now, generally, this is around students who have high needs, behaviour, curriculum, inclusion, disability. But we do work in some schools where the teacher aid support is there for the gifted students as well. So when we talk teacher assistance, teacher aides, that's any adult who's in the room and is there to support students and teachers for students to access the curriculum and to achieve success and outcomes in that learning process. Now, one of the things that I get asked often is well, quite a few things, quite honestly. But when we talk about another adult in the room, this adds a layer of complexity. And the first thing we need when we have layers of complexity is a degree of planning. When I have teachers or teacher aides who say, Carolyn, I'm, I'm struggling with the other person in my room. My first response always is, don't talk to each other as a teacher and teacher aide with that relationship of power. Rather talk as two adults would. Have the respect that you would with any conversation and any colleague that you're working with, co-working with, and develop an understanding of what that working relationship might look like. Teacher aides are one of the most phenomenal resources we have in our schools beside teachers. They are the adults, they are the human face that bring about life to that learning and the processes around that learning. And we need to value their role in our teaching and learning environments. So if you have access to this amazing resource, if you have access to a teacher assistant or a teacher aide in your teaching, make sure that you plan for them in that. The second thing I always wonder is why when I'm in a classroom is the teacher aide or the most unqualified person, and I don't mean that in a negative tone, but the person who does not have the training specifically to be providing education, why is it that we always push them in to work with the students who often require the most intensive work in that environment. Now, some of our teacher aides are highly skilled and specialised in their training. So this is not for me to take away the skill set that they bring. But I do wonder when we have, or we're looking at general teaching and we're looking at generalised teacher and teacher aid in a specific setting, why are there not opportunities for the teacher aid to work as often, if not more often, with the students who are getting the curriculum? They can be utilised to be having high interactions or interactions with high frequency while the teacher can do the work they have been trained to do. Just think about how you utilise two adults. Again, it comes back to two adults being in that teaching and learning space. And rather than differentiating, I do this, you do that, how do we work together to ensure that at all times we are utilising that resource to the best way that we can? Today, the whole point of the podcast is looking at how we have teacher aides and their inclusion in the classroom learning. So we're not talking around behaviour management. We're actually talking about maximising two adults in a teaching space or three. I go into some classrooms where there's three or four adults. Whenever you walk into a room with that many adults, 
there is definitely a need and you have some assumptions attached to what might be going on in that classroom and generally they are correct. So if we have two adults in the room, the first I've talked about is organisation. The second I've talked about is, well, it links to organisation, but who works with who and how can we maximise or even think a bit more creatively about not just always following the model of I stand at the front delivering the curriculum as the teacher and my teacher aide works with my students, but how do we share that load and how do we share the interactions so that teacher aides also get to work with all students and not just the students who may be more challenging for learning needs, behavioural needs. It doesn't matter what for, but for any reason. So then the next thing I always talk about is how do we add value to our teacher aides, teacher assistants that are in our classrooms? 4D, when we talk about four dimensions, it's on how do we create environments that are more productive and are about us being recognised. So the same principles we use with students in our classrooms You now have two adults working side by side. How can each of us, both teacher and teacher aide, set expectations for how we work and can work together, but also interact with one another when we recognise the amazing awesomeness that each brings to that teaching and learning space? One of the things I note regularly in our profession, one, everyone's always so busy, it's almost a badge of honour, and in that we often forget to recognise those that we're working with and the awe that we hold in watching them do the job that they do. So teacher aides, the first is, as we said, be organised. The second is respect the two adults working together and build value is the third. Now, when we pop back to what is the purpose before we even get organised, what is the purpose of that teacher aide, teacher assistant, that other adult being in your room? Because unless you know that purpose, like if someone is there for note taking, then their purpose is clearly defined. And they cannot or should certainly not be used because the funding is very, very detailed on the purpose. Then knowing what that purpose is, it will help drive how you work together and then how you lead into those next three options I've given you. So know the purpose of what is the purpose of this adult in my room and how can I use them? And then start to define an organisation around how we use that extra resource, very valuable resource. How we then plan between the two of us to make sure that we can be working across different groups of students and it's not just an assumption of who works with who. And then thirdly, certainly how we step into having conversations about how that work can be delivered. So I hope that through some of these I've just touched on because teacher aides, as I said, one of our most valuable resources and often when I'm in classrooms, one of our most underutilised. So if a teacher aide is standing, so some of the things I get that are concerns for teachers, if a teacher aide is standing and not knowing what to do, please step up and take it as your responsibility to have the conversation, to set targets and goals, and to encourage that adult to be fully involved in the working environment in which you are creating. You are the officer, the responsible officer in that space. But we can have a shared understanding of how we work together that will benefit everyone, including ourselves. Now, another little thing that I often get is teachers will say to me, Carolyn, why do they, they being my teacher assistants or other adults, and can I tell you, this happens in co-teaching where there's two teachers in the room. Why do they keep speaking when I speak? Please be mindful if you are the teacher assistant, teacher aide, or a coach or a secondary person in a teacher's space. As soon as we are gaining attention up the front of a classroom, We need to train the whole class that that's a moment that we stop, look and listen. When we are working in classrooms, we often see teacher, aides, assistants, others who continue to talk when the 
teacher is trying to gain student attention. This just distracts from the learning space. It interrupts the flow of the curriculum and learning for the teacher, and it can become a route for frustration. So again, for my teachers, my response always is to them, have you spoken to the other adult in your classroom? It is as simple as that. Let them know that the purpose of you doing that particular instruction or way to gain student attention, let them know what it looks like, sounds like, and that this is a moment that no matter where you're at in sharing or working with a student, these are the opportunities to model the routines that we want so that when you're not there, all students know how to react and respond. So just some little tricks and tips on how we certainly work with our teacher aides and how we include them in the teaching and learning environment rather than just leave it to chance and hope that we can start working together. As I said, a second adult in a classroom is a highly valued resource. So plan for it, know the purpose of it, communicate with one another, and certainly set a standard for practice that you both can demonstrate that integrity of teaching and learning that we all aim for. Have a great day and look forward to catching you on our next podcast. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and visit carolineblackley.com and join our growing community of international educators.